The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. It's good to be back with you after a two-week break for me, and I want to begin by wishing all of you a healthy, happy, and prosperous new year filled with peace and love and dreams come true. I hope you help to ensure that by following the suggestions in my December 18th show for writing your goals, hopes, and desires for 2015. Several of my clients told me how much fun they had doing this for themselves. If you haven't done it yet, it isn't too late. You can listen to the show on demand at paulajoyce.com or on the Voice America website. While you're there, be sure to listen to what Psychic Dwan Washington says will be happening in 2015. I have been watching his predictions come true for a number of years now, from investments to weather patterns to social change. And later in this program, we'll be talking with Jackie Waldman, who defied medical knowledge and after spending five years in bed with multiple sclerosis, completed a 150-city book tour, inspiring the crowds who gathered to hear her speeches. If you want to be inspired, this is the show to listen to. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with the new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity. We literally become younger and feel lighter as we choose to see the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information and perspectives, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. If you're trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to one 866 
472-5795 or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. One such email came from a listener over the holiday. I'll read you a shortened version of her dilemma. I have been separated for over three years now from my husband of 20 years. This is the third time we have split. How do I find my path? I hoped we could fall in love again and have a marriage I always wanted. I think I want what never was. It's hard to imagine life without seeing my husband, but I can't stay in limbo forever. I want true love and companionship. Any thoughts? Wait and pray or let go. If you have separated three times, it's clear that the relationship is not a healthy one. You even said, I think I want what never was. It's sometimes hard to admit that what we have is not working. We can get entrenched or committed to making something work even when the evidence keeps showing us that it's not right for us. You have to step back, take a breath, see the truth, and let go of what isn't working in order to make room for what is possible and for what you really want. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Sometimes we think that we can make something work just because we want it to. The problem is that a relationship involves two people, and the other person has to want the same thing you want and be willing and able to meet you halfway. You can't put all the energy into the relationship and expect it to work. He has to make the effort too. We can even get addicted to a person, thinking that we need them in order to be happy, to feel whole, to not be alone. It's a false belief. What we need is ourselves. We are never alone when we experience the love from the spiritual realm and our connection to the limitless higher self within each and every one of us. It is from that place of wholeness that we can then enter into a healthy relationship with a positive life partner. And all of this is to say that you have to change in order to attract the marital partner that you can have a healthy and happy relationship. You have to change your ideas, thoughts, and behaviors in order to be open to recognizing and receiving healthy love. You have to know that you deserve love and it's possible for you to have such a relationship. When you know that in your core You will attract what you want. And this note came from a client after having a truthful conversation with his parent. It's terrible to be in a relationship with someone that if you tell them that what they said upset you, they choose to be nasty and reject you. I'm proud of myself for standing up for myself. I feel freer and I am happy to let go of the inheritance to have this freedom, the freedom to be who I am without negativity. I share this note with you, my listeners, because I want to point out that it took a lot of courage for this person to face their abusive parent. 
My client had been keeping the peace by not saying what he felt in order to avoid his father's wrath. This is another example of staying in an unhealthy relationship by giving up who you are. Whether it's a spouse, like the first email I read, or a parent, like my client's situation, or a child, or a boss, or whoever, giving up your own truth never works. No relationship is worth sacrificing who you are. If you do, you compromise your physical, mental, and or emotional health. There is always a price to pay. And speaking of illness, those of you who have been listening regularly know that I've been dealing with upper respiratory problems since Thanksgiving. There are different ways of looking at this, like I have a compromised immune system, or I'm stressed, or my body is cleansing itself of something that needs to go. Any one or all of these could be true. The key is knowing which is accurate for me in this instance, because if I know what's behind my physical challenge, then I can approach it in a way that creates the greatest learning and healing. As I worked through the various layers of my illness, I discovered that my immune system wasn't able to fight off the infection because I was releasing some heavy emotions going back to childhood. When the toxins are that entrenched, they are more difficult to release because at that point, the negative emotions, thoughts, and physical illness are all intertwined. In addition, all congestion is not the same. It can be caused by an overloaded lymph system that's not draining properly, or the detoxing of the kidneys or the liver or other organs. Since I was in a major detox mode, at some point during the course of my illness, all of the different systems were impacted. Toward the end, I went even farther back to discover a past life cause. Since my digestive and respiratory systems have created various physical problems for me since childhood, I began to suspect that there was something deeper going on. In fact, in working with Dwan Washington on this, we discovered that the connection was hemlock. In one life, I had been poisoned with hemlock, and in others, I had been a healer helping people clear their lungs with a special hemlock potion. And yes, we do bring our past lives into this life in many ways, including talents, but also physical pain and conditions, as well as fears and other debilitating emotions. The awareness of the hemlock detoxing explained why from the time I started doing lymphatic drainage massage with Leslie Forsyth, she had been describing a very strange smell that was coming from my digestive system. She kept thinking it was something I was eating, but now we both knew that the hemlock was the cause. The more I learn about healing, the more amazed I am. My mind marvels at the intricacies and interconnections of our body, mind, and spirit. Even when I'm feeling exhausted, I find it all so intriguing. As I work through the challenges of releasing these toxins, I look forward to the completion of the process and experiencing my body as a healthier, happier, and stronger container for me as I move through this life. 
The other piece of my physical discomfort over these past two months has been mysterious bites on my body. I ruled out flying bugs and bed bugs. I finally concluded that something microscopic was living on my skin. I was determined to find a solution with natural treatments. Several searches on the internet and with my go-to practitioners turned up nothing effective. Finally, I made an appointment with a dermatologist. The night before the appointment, I made one last effort, and by the time I saw the medical doctor, I was getting no new bites. I got the medicine anyway as a precaution, but in fact, they were gone. I know this was not some coincidence. My life does not work that way. As I pieced together my journey with first discovering and then destroying what was bugging me, I discerned a fascinating journey of clues and hidden information until I was done with the experience on all levels, or put another way, until I had learned all the lessons that I needed to learn at this time. Then the solution was revealed to me, and it was effective. It took two months because I needed that time to first recognize and then change the things in my life that were still bugging me. Yes, bugging me. From relationships to business practices to getting the carpets cleaned. When I looked on the internet, initially I found nothing helpful. When I went to my alternative health practitioner, nothing showed up. Even my psychic healer wasn't able to discern anything. I was frustrated. None of my helpers were giving me any solutions. Then as I started to look at what was bugging me, bits and pieces of information started coming my way. The last component of the learning was actually at the dermatologist's office in the middle of our time together. I realized that I needed to be back in that setting to let go of what was still bugging me emotionally. I was back in a department that my ex-husband had had a joint appointment in and all All kinds of memories started flooding in. This was a doctor I hadn't seen before. In fact, it turns out he came the year I left my husband. A coincidence? I don't think so. This man had a great sense of humor, was kind, and had such a positive attitude that I felt nurtured and healed. Before the exam was even over, I knew the bugs were gone. I had just experienced a huge ending and new beginning. Clearly, something shifted in my emotions in that moment. And just now as I'm writing this, I'm remembering that the day before, Dr. Lewis Cohn said to me that it was because of my emotions that I had allowed this into my energy field. And just as quickly as they came, they left. Shift Integrative Medicine at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center has a sign that says, Shift recognizes that pain and injury are often hidden opportunities for personal transformation. So we offer you an integrative approach whether it, that acknowledges not only the physical but also the spiritual, emotional, and energetic components of your health. Together we treat the whole you. I used my experience with the congestion and the bugs to treat the whole me. I have learned to look at everything in my life from the 
perspective of what am I learning, how am I growing, and what do I need to do to make my life and my health better. If things aren't happening as fast as I want or in the way that I want, there's always a reason. There's more that I need to learn or to let go of or a perspective I need to change. As you know, I like to use my experience to help others. In that vein, I'm offering an energetic healing workshop on February 8th at the Dallas Yoga Center from 2 to 4 at just $25 with registration before January 29. From headaches to arthritis to chronic back pain, I have removed the pain from my own body and have successfully helped my clients do the same. I have not taken any pain medication, even aspirin, in over 15 years. In this hands-on workshop, you will experience techniques to help you become pain-free, decrease your pain, and or feel relief in the moment. Explore the current understanding of pain, how emotions, thoughts, physical illness, and pain become bundled together. This shop will include the teaching and experiencing of several strategies for managing and releasing pain, like creative problem solving, pink crystals, new breathing techniques, energy color and meditation, crystal bowls, and sound therapy. Each person is different and will receive what is appropriate for them at this moment in time. You will leave this workshop with a number of effective tools and techniques for releasing pain. Some you will use immediately and others you will save for the future. Everyone will leave with something valuable to register or for more information, call the Dallas Yoga Center at 214-443-9642. And now I'm pleased to introduce our guest, who has chosen to use her pain and physical challenges to learn, to change, and to grow. Jackie Waldman was living the perfect life with three healthy children, a loving husband, and a thriving business when she discovered she had multiple sclerosis. After dwelling on her limitations, she saw new possibilities and used her energy to begin a career in volunteerism. Jackie co-founded Dallas's Random Acts of Kindness Week. She has appeared twice on Oprah. She was chosen by CNN as one of their Millennium Heroes and received the 1999 Girls, Inc. She Knows Where She's Going Award. She's a national ambassador for the National Multiple Sclerosis Society and the author of five books, including The Courage to Give. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, please be sure to like us on Facebook. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with my friend, Jackie Waldman. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I'm so happy to have Jackie Waldman here with us today. She and I met initially when she was doing Random Acts of Kindness Week, and I was wanting to bring it to the Carrollton Farmers Branch School District. Since then, our lives keep intersecting from Pilates and Nia and yoga to social experiences together. So I'm grateful that you're here with us, Jackie, and I would love for you to begin by telling us your story because I just think it's so profound and and helpful to all of us and and moving um, how you manage to get yourself out of that bed and become the active person and leader that you are now. Paula, thank you, Dr. Paula. Paula to me because we've been friends and cohorts for so long. But um, thank you for having me, first of all. And I really owe my new attitude to my friend Dee. She and I would sit on her front porch in rocking chairs and as I bemoaned my poor me existence, she never felt sorry for me. Everyone else in my life, it was really hard to talk to. My family, 
I was too close to everyone. I didn't want them to hear my pain. Um, I knew that it was already such a, I felt like it was already such a painful experience for everyone, that their mom, their wife, his wife, you know, had come down with this, that it was easy to talk to Dee, yet she never felt sorry for me. And one day it made me really, really angry because she was talking about the Course in Miracles and about God and about love and this energy of well-being and kindness. And I said, you know, easy for you to say, you don't have anything wrong with you. Look at you. You're the picture of good health. You are, you have everything in the world going for you. So yeah, I'm sure this is simple for you. And that's when she told me how um, her mother was an alcoholic. She grew up throwing bottles down the sink, trying to stop her mother. She would get home. Her mother was asleep on the couch and that she basically raised herself. And I started to listen to her. And what that another day she said, let's go see Schindler's List. So we went to see Schindler's List and I left there with a new feeling between listening to Dee and watching this movie and watching one man's act of kindness save a thousand lives and ultimately so many more, I felt grateful for my life for the first time since I had been diagnosed. I had not felt grateful. I had not felt gratitude in years. And Dee and I continued to talk and we thought about random acts of kindness and how different cities were having random acts of kindness weeks and why don't we do it in Dallas? And I said, of course, let's do it. It it didn't dawn on me to think about my disease, about, oh, I'm limited. And we did it and it worked. Rosa Parks came, Martin Luther King Jr. came, 10,000 school kids participated, and I could go on and on. Police pulled people over and gave them kindness citations. It was an amazing <laughs> week just to open the window of, of people to their consciousness of kindness, and simple acts of kindness can change our day, can lift us. And after that, my new feeling, I didn't want it to end, so I went down to the Holocaust Center here in Dallas. I trained to be a docent, and as I talked to school children and talk to them about acts of kindness and about not leaving their hating Nazis, but leaving their, their vowing in their own hearts to perform acts of kindness and how different their lives will be. I was really speaking to me too, how don't leave myself. Don't hate yourself because you have MS. Don't, I needed not to hate me because I had MS. I needed to vow to do acts of kindness and be grateful, and all of a sudden I heard myself. And I thought about other people in the world have to have had this same experience. So I started doing some research on the Internet, calling other cities, asking the newspapers about people that they knew of, and then I had a dream that I had this book, and I was going to highlight 30 people who have had things happen to them physically and or emotionally. And as they were able to forget their own pain long enough to reach out and do just a something for someone else and it be something they love and be able to share themselves with someone, how that's how their own healing began. No different than what happened to me. How their sadness 
fear and anger started to fade. Well, I've, I, I met the most incredible people. So I put together this book with the help of Janice Dorcas, and the second publisher that we went to said yes, and The Courage to Give was born. That's how it began, the books. Wow. And you've written five of them and gone on this amazing tour of 150 cities over four years with MS. (laughs) Yes. And I don't want listeners to think that um, I, I had a miraculous healing being a cure because I do take really good care of myself. I um, rest every day at the, right after lunch. I try to eat right. I exercise. Um, there are days when I'm very, very tired and my legs feel like they're in buckets of wet cement as I walk. Um, the neurologist, those of you listening with MS know that one hour of energy represents four hours of someone else's energy, so I take that into consideration. But the good news is I'm not asking the questions, why me? Is God punishing me? It's not that. It's why not me? Um, It's not what happens to us, really, but it is what we do about it. And the energy that I'm talking about is not energy causing me pain. It's the energy I find when I am out of myself and I am able to be grateful and do a little something for someone else, that's how that energy is opened. I think that's just beautiful. And the fact is, we all have stuff. We all have challenges. And I, I you know, yours is, is a huge one. And all of us have something ranging from minor to huge. And yet the choice is to give up or to live and to live the fullest with whatever capability and time we have. Because truly, none of us know what tomorrow or the next hour will bring. And so it's, it's being in the moment, truly, and the gratefulness. I love that you were talking about that. Well, every day I wake up and I, the first two words that I say to myself are gratitude and kindness, acts of kindness. And no matter how I'm feeling, I, there's something I can be grateful for. And there's always someone I can pick up the phone and talk to and ask how they're doing. And in the moment when I see someone who's going through something, I can say to them, how are you right now? Not how are you, but how are you right now? (laughs) And that way we're in the moment, we're right there, and we are um, able to get real, really fast, and know that a healing is not a cure. It's a healing of so much sadness, anger, and fear. It's maybe learning a new normal. I I did have to learn a new normal, and I say did have to learn. I'm still learning, and I listened to your first segment, and I learned so much from you, um, but it's about knowing that life can be even better than maybe before I had MS if I open myself to possibility. 
And, and that's the key. It's using whatever is happening to us to to learn to grow, to to become more aware, to wake up, and to really be there in the moment, to enjoy the tree, the beauty of the trees, or you know what, whatever it is, the the goodness in our life. And sometimes, you know, you talked about. You didn't use these words, but essentially slowing down. I mean, you have to rest. Um, You can't run a mile a minute um, like you did before the diagnosis of, of, of MS. But the fact of the matter is that we all need to slow down. We're all burning ourselves out, thinking that we have to accomplish and do and race and run and be something, you know, as opposed to really focusing on the moment and, and enjoying it. Absolutely. And yes, I have had to slow down. And, you know, maybe it's two activities a day versus um, going from thing to thing, but and picking and choosing what the activities are, but that's okay. That's really, really okay. And for me, um, we grew up with a very, very strong mom who could accomplish so much in one day. So it it was a hard lesson, and it's still hard many days to have to slow down and do not. Not what, you know, not 10 things a day. But um, in actuality, I really love being a slow Southern Carolina girl. Um, you know, and that's neat, you know, and even to be able to create humor around it, laughter is so healing, and it's so, so beautiful. And that's the thing that has held our family together. Everybody goes, how have you and your husband been together 42 years? And it's totally because there's a lot of laughter around here. Isn't that wonderful? You you found the key early on, um, I imagine, because I see you together and I see how positive the energy is. And, and that's, that's wonderful. And when you're out, maybe you're only at one or two things, but you're always fully present and vibrant. You never look tired. You never look in pain. You never look like you feel sorry for yourself. You're always smiling and engaged. And it's really, it's really inspiring to everybody who's in your presence. Thank you. You're very kind. The truth is, I um, I I'm, I pace myself and and probably make it so that I leave before I get too tired wherever I am. And at home, I do crash. And there's even a support group at the MS Society. But you look so good. And in truth, um, you know, at home it's not as pretty as that. But I really try to um, think about being present and being able to be grateful and think about acts of kindness. And when I read the stories of these people in my books, and they're very short stories, you can visit my website, CourageToGive.com. You can go to Amazon to find these books, um, The Courage to Give. And I read one of these stories, and 
I'm re-inspired. These people motivate me beyond belief. When I hear of a B. Salazar who was depressed, suicidal, and feeling worthless, yet when she found a hungry child in the dumpster at her apartment and scooped him up and started feeding peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to the kids in her apartment complex, discovering that they were home in the summer, hungry because schools, the free lunches they weren't receiving, it was summer, and how she was given an apartment to bring in donated computers. And the whole B. Salazar Community Center in Carrollton now and what she has done and how she has found purpose, it just inspires me and I hope you to know that keep your eyes open, be in the moment, look around you, And you never know what you're going to see that will change your life. Who needs you or what needs you, no matter what condition you are in. And and it gets you out of yourself. I mean, I knew her because I worked in that um, school district. She was um, helping the kids who were in our schools. And everybody knew her and loved her and were so grateful for the work that she did. You know, she made a profound difference. And somebody might say, well, what can I do? I don't have any money. You know, she was in an apartment and, and, you know, not a lot of spare funds. And yet, it was just the kindness and how much does a, pe- a jar of peanut butter cost. Exactly, and, so- and they gave her that, the apartment complex gave her a free apartment for the kids. Everything was donated. And if you're out there wondering, what do I have to offer? You can also go to volunteermatch.com or in Dallas, we also have um, volley.com and you type in your zip code what your talents or interests are, and you can be matched to go somewhere by next week. That's or really something beautiful. something from home. That's really beautiful. And that's a, a, a good ending point um, for us to take a break. And But we're not through, so, <laughs> so don't go away. Um, we, we will be back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the, of the Spirit. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and Jackie Waldman is very clearly uplifting our life. I I just want to share with you um, what Jackie and I were just talking about, where I was saying to her that she she was changing lives with those young children who were at the Holocaust Museum, and she was giving them the message not to go away hating anybody you know germans or or nazis or or whatever but the the fact is is that that's a transformative message to look at how you can make a difference how you can help people and jackie um pick that up because you had more to say about that i think that's just so profound well when we were we would stand in an authentic boxcar that one of the founders brought over and we'd be crowded in there simulating what it was like when the Germans transported the Jews to concentration camps and we'd be standing these crowded children crowded in there feeling very uncomfortable getting antsy and as I told them about the boxcar and it was the place that they would have to go to the bathroom they'd have to eat if they brought any food or or not have any food, and I, I kept going and telling them about the you know the different camps, and then I would say, but I beg you not to go away from all of this, hating Nazis, hating Germans. This is not why we do this. It's about vowing in your own heart to learn to perform acts of kindness and not hate. Look what hate does to people. So I thought about it when I would leave there. I'd be so tired, but I'd think about those words, and I'd think, don't hate. Well, I hated MS. I hated the fact that I couldn't do what I used to do. Well, what was it doing to me? It was making me worse. My spirit was suffering. I was suffering physically. So I had to listen to what I was teaching. We teach what we need to learn. Bow in my own heart to do acts of kindness. Replacing hate. 
So the more I went to the Holocaust Center and left there, I knew that I felt better, even though I was tired. I had a new energy, a a new sense of well-being, I'm going to say. And um, that's not getting rid of a physical fatigue, but a sense of well-being that I didn't have before. And as the kids wrote me letters telling me what they were doing in their own schools um, after this and what they were either to raise awareness or one would tell me that there was a fight between two girls and she stood up for another girl, um, you know, just different issues. It just really warmed my heart and made me realize that I am more than my disease. I am more than MS. And we all are. We all are more than our pain. That's just a part of who we are. And if we can open that window to do something for someone else, and if you don't know what you have to share or offer, you can go to volunteermatch.org or volley.com, which are opportunities right in Dallas, one-time opportunities, weekly opportunities. You put in your zip code. You let them know what you're interested in or what your talent is, and you will be matched up to go or do something from home to help someone else. And it's amazing that this is a really... For some people, great way to heal, which is cure the sadness, anger, and fear when you are in an unknown. And MS, um, divorce, uh, chronic illness, these are all unknowns. Any pain can be an unknown. And an unknown breeds fear, anger, and sadness. So this is just one way. And 30 people in my Courage to Give book help me understand and know that I need to remember that gratitude and kindness replace hate. And the hate is always about myself. It's not about anyone outside of myself. It's about hating my disease, hating what I cannot do, hating what I cannot be. And if I can just remember gratitude and kindness... When you are grateful, you are not angry. It's just law of nature. And the law of nature is when you give something, you get it back. So you naturally are going to make yourself feel better when you can ultimately forgive yourself. And it's forgiving yourself for not understanding, forgiving yourself for um, thinking that you are being punished by God, uh, forgiving yourself for not understanding that the universe is open and ready and filled with energy of kindness, just waiting for you to grab it. I think that's beautiful. And I think, I believe that the lesson of the Holocaust is exactly what you said, forgiveness, compassion, and Never doing it again, doing the opposite, giving love, giving kindness. 
Um, so the stories that you're telling and the impact that you've had on those children and continue to have on others, I think is huge. And I guess I would like to challenge your definition in a kind way of doing <laughs> um, in the sense that maybe you are not um, physically doing things every day in using as many hours of physical activity as you used to. But if one thinks of doing as meaningful doing and as accomplishing something meaningful, I mean, what you do is life-changing for yourself and for others. And how many hours a day you do, it doesn't matter. This one interview is changing lives right now in a way that, you know, most people's 10-hour day never does and never will. Well, thank you, Dr. Paula. That helps. And I, I do forget that. And, no, I, I, I really do thank you. Well, you're welcome, but I, I, I really believe it. I think that we have the wrong measure um, in our society, and, and it's hard, you know, when we grow up with the measure being, you know, how many things are checked off your list at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. You know? And, and that's not really what counts in life. And that's yeah. not really what makes a difference. It's the kindness. It's really the kindness, compassion, forgiveness, gratitude, love, the things that you're talking about. And, and I can tell you that um, my daughter had, um, she, her son, she was worried about his um learning differences, and when Haiti, there was the earthquake in Haiti a few years back, she immediately thought about the courage to give in that he said he wanted to do a lemonade stand, and she said, Hudson, why don't you do the lemonade stand, and we'll collect all the money and send it to the kids in Haiti who need shoes, who need clothes, and she it turned out started lemonstoaid.org for children to perform acts of kindness by a simple lemonade stand, and that went all over the world. Wow. Anybody any age can learn this. Uh, that's amazing, and and learning different as a educator, learning differences don't mean what we think they do. It just means that you don't match the way somebody decided children should learn. Exactly. And, you know, and if you can't squeeze yourself into that box, we label you as opposed to saying, "Okay, how do you learn?" Well, I can shout out to Shelton. The school in Dallas that Hudson now goes to, and he is the happiest child you'll ever meet. Because they understand that every child has gifts and their own way of learning. Totally. Um, so that that's beautiful, and I love what Melissa did. I think that's amazing, you know, that she saw the opportunity to help him feel good about himself and do good in the world. I know. And that just, you know, that's how 
modeling the courage to give not only helps you heal and helps others, but I love that my family, it's been passed on to my daughter, and she sees how, to, how helping others and acts of kindness are important in their lives. And it's just another, um, it's another facet of this. Uh, well, absolutely. And you've modeled for your family something profound that uh, about how to live your life and to make a difference in a way that um, is a true gift to the current and future generations. And she is passing that on. We all want that for our children to pass on the good things. And I also wanted to tell someone listening that um, a simple act of kindness doesn't have to be going to volunteermatch.org and doing something that you might feel right now is overwhelming, even going somewhere once a week or doing something from home. When you go to the store, just hold the door for someone, and the smile back you get, um, that'll even change your day and the other person's. Absolutely. And and we're at a point where um, I'm going to thank you because that's a beautiful place to end because we all have it in our um, capability to smile at somebody on the street, open a door, um, say good morning, and it changes you and your day and the person who you're being kind to. It's an easy, random act of kindness to do. Exactly. <laughs> thank you so, so very much, Jackie. Oh, thank um, you. And I just am honored to have been able to share this message. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank my listening. I'd like to thank my listening audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. While you're there, browse to get information on the books that Jackie has written or other guests or that I've written and my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life for or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. And I hope you'll join us next week when Dr. Patty Beaudwine will share some new and effective ways for couples to have healthy, heartfelt communication. In the meantime, if you have a question or a difficulty or a message to share, call 214-736-4460 or email me at drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.